Blog Talk Radio. Phenomena. This is Patrick Webster Small. I'm going to be your host tonight, as usual. And, you know, this is a show that everybody's been waiting for because we haven't been on the air for quite some time. Um, we've been doing our own research and, you know, just living life. Sometimes you just need to take a break from things. And this is really heavy-duty subject matter. And so sometimes you just really need a break and let it kind of initiate and meld into your life and then you come back with a different point of view and you can really give a different perspective to people and the teaching of this is not easy because it's never been done before so anyway this is the Webster phenomena and you know welcome to all of you who are here tonight live and also to all of you who are listening in the future Um, good for you Good for taking the chance and listening to something that could really be fruitful in your life. Um, Tonight, we're going to go over the surface of this amazing discovery. We're just, we're not going to go too deep into this. We're going to save that for future podcasts. This is really something that all of you need to kind of hear the, the kind of the top layer of this. And we're going to peel back the layers as we go. Our previous sessions of podcasts were different than what's coming up. Um, We were really in the research mode as we were going. And now we've, as we've stepped back, we've really been able to kind of capsulize a lot of this. And we're going to be able to give it to you in a different way. And also to be able to give new information that we have been sitting on for quite a while Um, some of it's just really heavy duty Um, we're going to give you an overview tonight of the main aspects of what is taking place in the sky and all throughout nature excuse me providing a new perspective a widened awakened perspective it's the real truth the real truth that's going on out there there's so many of these conspiracy theories It's incredible how many there are. And that even down to our president follows these conspiracy theories. 
and it, it's really incredible. So it's blocked a lot of the true knowledge that has came through and with all of this unbelievable fake stuff that's going on. And, you know, hey, it's all good. It's all good. So what we're here to do is to bring you clarity, and then you can discern for yourself. So tonight we have listeners from all over the world. And because, hey, this affects everybody. Everybody is experiencing reality at all times. So this is really about everybody. And it's it's not made for everybody, but it is about everybody. And everybody should be listening up if they care about what's going on around them. Um, even my co-hosts tonight are all from are they're from opposite ends of the planet. I mean, this really uh, offers up the fact that this subject matter is huge and vast and unlimited. Um, and so we're welcoming listeners tonight that have been following my discovery for years. And some that are just noticing that there's something going on up there in the sky. And then others that have simply heard of the Webster phenomena and or seen it shared on somebody's page that they're friends with and, you know, and they want to know what the heck all this is. And, you know, for good reason, what they're seeing, the pictures that I post are you know, 99% of the time, very clear and obvious what I'm showing you because I know exactly what I'm looking at. So um, I personally see an entirely different reality than most people. This is just, I'm going to give you the real deal about my site. This is where all of this comes from. This is where all this comes from. I can personally see an entirely different reality than most people. I'm not saying than all of you, because I know there's you, whoever's gravitated towards me and now is part of this group, you also see. So you understand. And that's excellent vindication for my discovery, which at first was scoffed at unbelievably by all levels. So... This site is similar to the site of the Grimm, if you know about the Grimm's. It's, there's a certain site that comes with this, um, I don't know, kind of, I want to call it an unfortunate gift. My site is applicable mostly with nature, mostly to nature. I can see the beings, and these beings, that have they have everything to do with the origination of the myth of the dragon. which is not so much a myth than it is a historical connection to this discovery. And these dragons, these beings with dragon-like characteristics are the core form everywhere. And I'm going to come back to that. I mentioned the core form a lot of times because it's very important that if I can get you to understand and see and accept the core form in all things that are making up reality, then you too will have 
that grim sight. And there's a couple people that I know have it that deeply. I'm going to say maybe three or four. But that's it. But that's all that I know. There could be people on the other, you know, who knows? But I know that this discovery is worth so much to the ancient research departments everywhere where I could fill so many gaps. Anyway, I could never make this up, you guys, and I would never put myself in such a position to make any of this up. I have proven it to myself before I would ever bring it to the public. Also, I would never promote anything or any of this unless I was, am, and always will be 1,000% confident that I'm giving you truth. This is the real deal. I'm not just trying to make money off of some gimmick. This information is not being put up for your speculation or your scrutiny either. Just use your own discernment. If it feels right to you, great. If it doesn't, that's totally fine too. It's your choice. Your mind and your brain may agree that this is not for you and that you're not ready to expand your perspective in this way. So it's not everyone is at this level, but I'm giving it at a multi-level presentation. So if you're the, you're, you're adept to the highest degree or you're this little, you know, um, I don't know what, 12-year-old who's just reading up on things and, and seeing things in the sky, you too can understand this. That's, that's the whole idea. It doesn't, it, it doesn't pick and choose. So use your own discernment. Um, pushing, pushing this information on you could easily cause insanity or mania or anxiety or all three. Or you know, it's it it's not made for everybody. The wrong person could freak out. Let's put it that way. Um, if if they saw something, you know, if all of a sudden they could see. It needs to be gradual. It needs to be understood. So once again, it's I'm kind of softening the blow. Uh, for uh, everybody who's awakening, you must be ready or at least in the ballpark. Um, the times when I feel really bad about posting this information or, or I feel bad for posting it is when someone laughs at it because they're so behind the curve that you just know they're not going to, they're not going to make it in this scenario. And it's just, it's too bad. So um, that's really the only times that I'm sorry that I do it. Um, and I hope that those people wake up. Um, I do know that I'm right. So I'm beyond trying to convince anybody. That's, that's not when I see that I have to start convincing someone, I'll just pull back. And when they're ready, they'll be like, Hey, I saw what you were talking about and I'd like to talk about it. Um, I'm here to inform you guys. Um, you can easily do, um, you can do your research by listening to the podcast and all of our other shows and learn what the core form is. I've talked about it on many shows, learn how to see and most important what and who you're looking for up there in nature, throughout the universe, looking at Hubble telescope pictures, looking at the Aurora Borealis. It's amazing. Once you start seeing, you see it everywhere and you realize that you're right. 
And then you start trusting yourself that you're right. And then you feel good about trusting yourself and you become a different person. Because you're finally trusting yourself. It doesn't matter what some, if somebody else is justifying it to you or validating it. Yes, I see that too. Oh, well, or if they don't see it, hey, I still see it. This is a realization of the world we live in and how it is created. We aren't so interested as to how the world and reality were created in the beginning as we are focused on how this reality is being created right now in the present day. So everybody right now who's listening, and whenever you're listening, time is really not relevant at this point. Sit back and relax and open your mind. Release the need to immediately categorize and label this knowledge as it is not able to be labeled. This ancient knowledge is vast, as vast as the universe. It's huge. It's unlimited. And the on, only the unlimited mind can and will accept the truth. And we'll go into, there's so much to go into. It's so vast. Is why the Webster phenomenon was created. As a framework. You can't pour concrete just on the ground. There has to be a framework to give it a foundation. I know you guys get that. That's why this was created. So there's a foundation for everybody to accept this truth. Now this truth has been available for all of you for as long as you've been alive. Can you believe that? As long as you've been alive, this truth has been available to you. Not through me, but in the nature, it's been available. If you believed yourself, when you were a kid, remember looking at the clouds going, man, that looks like... That looks like, that looks like, if you would have just said, that is. And then your support system around you would have said, yeah, you're right, that is. It's crazy. So, you remember the old phrase, hiding in plain sight? This, that is this. That is exactly what's happening. Um, there are reasons for old sayings and for long endured phrases. There's reasons and points of creation for myths and legends and folklore and ancient prophecy. It all plays into this discovery, and I'm going to explain it in my book to everybody. It's not an easy book to write, to even get to the knowledge, to get it out of your head and into English words. So, um, well, I would really like to introduce my first uh, co-host, but it looks like she has, her call has dropped, unfortunately, and she better be back. So, we're going to now bring on my second co-host, which has now moved up to the first co-host spot. Oh, 
Never mind. Never mind. Love these shows. I, man, it's been so long. And um, this stuff just, it, it gives me goosebumps hearing this stuff. So right now what we're going to do, we're going to bring on my first co-host and my colleague for over five years, Brenda Scott. Bakey eggs and bakey, Brent. Yep, eggs and bakey. Toast. Now, yep. Brenda is is my colleague in Australia, and she's been with me for quite a while on this uh, on this podcast alone, right? We I think we had what a hundred episodes, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something awesome like that, and we've been doing this for quite a while. And Brenda's going to tell you the, the story in a second, but um, I don't know. We just like. Uh, all right well let's talk for a second about a vegemite sandwich what is vegemite uh vegemite is a product made from yeast extract they usually use it it's like Mm. the end of the beer making process it's actually if you if you're used to it it's it's as black it's as thick and as black as axle grease. Some people will tell you it tastes like that too. However, when you're used to it, it's not. It's very salty. Um, but you like some people are rather silly and put it very thickly on something and it tastes just like really? um, yeah. Yeah, so you just got to actually spread, you know how you would spread, say, butter on your bread. You need to just spread it very, right. very lightly, and it gives a, very, a bit of a salty taste to it. It's actually really nice uh, to put that down and then uh, mash avocado on top or tomato, one or the other. Interesting. So that must be a staple Aussie thing, right, is yeah, the Vegemite pretty much. talent? For people born here, looks other people do get used to it. It's it's definitely an acquired taste. Um, yeah, but it's something you can't just give the first person who rocks up and say, "Here, try this." It's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's definitely it's it... an acquired taste. Definitely. <laughs> Man, Axel Grease. You start okay. them early on it. You start them early. <laughs> start them early, right? Beer exactly. and Vegemite. As soon as they can ingest anything other than breast milk, it's got to be Vegemite. I can tell oh you. man, that sounds harsh. Make them tough early. That's why like rugby is so popular, right? Well, Aussie rules is harder. Oh man, what is Aussie rules? What's that? Australian rules football. Oh, that. Is that rugby? We we play unpro- well. No, it's different. It has different rules and it's played very differently. They don't wear oh. body armor. They don't wear helmets. It's full. Of, it's oh, a full like, contact sport. Oh, that's look it up you sometime. Know, you've got a team in. Uh, I think I you've will. got a couple of teams in California. I think okay. you've even got one in Utah. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I am in one of those places, so you know. <laughs> now have to check that out. Some, you know, beating the hell out of each other on a just, field. Just looking up Aussie rules. Now they've got very strict rules, but they're not, you know, not allowed to fight on ground and stuff. But yeah, I see. It's a high flying contact sport. Yeah. Somewhat civilized. All right. So yeah. what we're going to do now <laughs> is we're going to bring on our uh, my other co-host. Uh, and she's in Canada right now, and we're going to check her internet. Sometimes it's a little bit, uh, but we're going to bring her in the room right now. This is Kim Dahl from Canada. come in on that that man harmony but it's so such a weird spot it's not easy to hit right away and plus it's all delayed when we're on it so everyone would hear it really late <laughs> it would not sound good but yeah i always want to like sing that it's so cool anyway kim are you there i'm praying right now i am here totally clear okay it's it's not bad. It's not bad. But do you guys see what I mean? <laughs> it's we're we're gonna blame it on. It's not you, Kim. It's it's your territory where you're at because you're a little bit in the sticks, right? Oh, oh man. She's fooling the pot. Yeah, falling apart fast. Let me ask just, you one more just question. Just be aware we'll just, too. Just yeah. be aware too, because I got cut off before, so yeah, I had to re-enter. That. That's why we jockeyed positions. I saw that. <laughs> okay, so well, everybody, <laughs> what we're gonna do is, um, I think we'll just we'll keep letting Kim's uh, connection warm up, because I think it needs to be warmed up a little more. <laughs> <laughs> She's giggling in the background. Right? Now, if anybody can translate that, please go into the, the uh, chat room and translate, please. Um, so, Brenda, so let's talk about the Webster phenomenon. We, we love to have fun on this show. This is going to be a little shorter show than we usually do. It's only an uh, hour and a half. We usually do two hours. And we usually play a little more music in the show. But this time we're we're not going to do a whole lot of that, and we just want to give you the overview. So let's get to it. Um, Brenda has been my colleague for over five years now, and let's Brenda, let's talk about how you became part of of the research before this was before the Webster phenomenon was formed as the framework. We were just really coming up with the answers to the research. And then we were finding stuff right and left that was ridiculous. I mean, ridiculously, you guys. It, it was like, you know, I still to this day get people like, you discovered something? Hey, believe me, I feel the same way. 
It's like, yeah, I did. What am I supposed to say? No, I didn't because I'm not the type to discover things. You know, but my awakened self began to discover things. And so, Brenda, explain how you first began to see. Please, please try to, not try to, but give the everybody an overview of what it's like, how you first began to see, and then how you gravitated to, to me and of how, it, how that kind of validated you. Okay. Uh, so, it was look, uh, my awakening started a long time ago. It started probably oh, well over 15, 16 years ago. And then um, my husband passed away and things started to get, I started seeing a lot of things that I needed to look into and, and to wake me up and to make me research things, um, things that are very difficult to explain. Um, I also discovered uh, that I had a very strong psychic medium ability which I pursued for some time and in between this I was I was getting messages that I needed to check certain things out and in amongst that I discovered that uh, between I, I studied everything so I studied all types of Bible theology, ancient Egypt, a lot of different things. And I found there was a connection there. But within that, I also found that I was seeing things within the sky and within other things. And I had to sort of thought it was a bit odd at first. And then one day I was sitting here. This is back in, uh, was it 2014? mid-2014, I was just scrolling online and um, I always like to look at nice pictures and a picture came up. It was just one of those ones of the a clouds where someone had posted, I think it was a wolf or something. Mm-hmm. It looked like a wolf. And I sort of looked at it and thought, oh, yeah, that's, that's you know, fantastic. It's amazing. And I thought, hang on a minute. And then I sort of, because I don't normally read comments. And uh-huh. I clicked off it and just kept scrolling. But there was something that said to me, you need to go back and you need to read the comments. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, go back, read the comments. So Dum-dum-dum, scrolled through the comments and happened to see one that Garrett had posted, which was the link to the Webster phenomena. Mm-hmm. Now, My um, Garrett is, is a, good, a good friend of mine. Yep. Right. So he he and yep. he actually posted the link to your to your page, so to your to your mm-hmm. site. And I thought, okay. And I sort of looked at it and sort of thought, oh yeah, whatever. And I clicked off it again and I went out. And then I got up and walked away. And then I was literally forced. It was like, no, you need to go back and you need to get that link. So I'm like, okay. So I go back to get the link. Little voice was talking in my head, and I clicked. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm being forced. To look uh-huh. at this. And I thought, okay. So I clicked in and then I started reading and looking and I thought, oh my goodness. I thought, here's someone who actually is walking where I'm stepping. It's like he's, he's or walking where and I'm stepping in those footsteps as well. And so mm-hmm. that was the day I actually I contacted you a couple of different ways. But the, the way I actually got a hold of you was I emailed you and just 
said everything that you know I needed to say because I was honestly uh-huh. in a place of I was in a place at the time where because I was researching so much stuff and I no one could see the correlation between the things I was doing or the things I was seeing or how things linked up it was actually really frustrating because I was also still attending my psychic classes at the time and no one there could see the parallels at all and uh-huh. um, so I, I I found in you someone that finally it was like this breath of fresh air into my into my breathing that there wasn't just me. Right. It was just this, it was true. I just, it was just like, you know, you get so frustrated when people say, oh, you know, whatever, sort of the, yeah, they give you a half look as if to say, yeah, radio. And then finally someone is, is like exactly what you're on about. They're exactly, and like, because you're on the other side of the world, you couldn't make that stuff up. It's just no way you could, have come to exactly the same place that I had sort of come up to. And then um, that's why I contacted you because I thought this, here's finally some sanity. Like I'm not going nuts. I can't be. If someone else shares this and they're not right next to me, then I can't be crazy. So it's it was exactly. just a breath of fresh air in my life. And we've just gone from strength to strength since then. Yep. And it's, it's, it's been a ride. It has been. And I mean, we have at the moment, like you said, cause we've been, you know, we've, we did, we went so hard with research and everything for so long. It actually, I think it drained us both quite, quite severely. It um, did. Yeah. I and I think we've that. had, we've had to step back and just sort of re-engage in our own, whatever we do and then then you know as you know there's the 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 normal day-to-day stuff that you have to do like go to work and stuff and then try and cope with everything else yeah um you have to try to be act quote-unquote normal yeah and it's but and it's just just survival just normal survival on a day-to-day level so you're trying to fit all these things in trying to do the survival thing working long hours blah blah and then you've got the research on top of that and then you know trying to put the word out and just hope that people will pick it up because we're tired of trying to get people to, to, to listen and to look, we're just putting it down right. there and just saying, here it is. If you right. want to and pick that, it up, if you don't, we have to walk away. We have to just say, okay, here it is. And you can. Right. And that's the idea of the book is exactly. to get something is to, you know, to get this truth pretty much out of my head and onto paper and it's not the easiest thing to translate it's very difficult it is extremely difficult and i find because it's always something that's growing right so by the time you write it down right by the time you're publishing the book can go in there yeah there's something else by the time you're publishing absolutely absolutely just like just for instance um, a couple years ago, I was I started having an infatuation with taking pictures of the moon. I, it was when all of those uh, the eclipses and the, all of that was happening in one year. And uh, 
I discuss, I was looking at these pictures and I, like I said, I look at everything a little bit differently with a, and I could explain it to you in depth, everybody, how to do this, how to look at things. But it's, it's once again, very difficult to translate into words, um, uh, things that are multidimensional because words are so linear that explaining a multidimensional thing is not easy. Um, but anyway, um, sorry, Brenda, I took you off of that. No, that's took, so fine. I took yeah, you down so a little path there. No, that's all good. And I mean, that's, that's, that's sort of where we're at. I mean, I admittedly, I don't do as much research as I, I have been in the past. It's just, you know, as, as we said, life sort of takes us down the track, but right. I still do what I can when I can. And it's, it does, it, it changes, but it doesn't change what's there. So if, if anything, yeah. you, you notice more and, your trouble is you you put it in your head and you're like, yep, I see that, I get it, I know it. And it's like sometimes there's just this inner, inner feeling that, you know what, I get this. I know that Patrick gets it, Kim gets it, a few other people get it. Yep. And the rest I just feel sorry for. <laughs> just, I, That's all you can you do. Know, yeah, because you try to explain and people just look at you as if you're bloody fruit really yeah you know you get laughed at you just you really feel that like wow i really feel sorry that you can't even give this the time of day yeah and then it's also look up yeah and then it's also because there's uh and then you start (coughs) excuse me you're on the path of you know like we do a lot you put a lot of stuff on facebook and stuff and i mean that forum at the moment is so choked up, and I mean choked oh, yeah. up to the massive with oh, so cheesy. much BS. No, yeah. absolute crap. Absolute Jeez. crap. Everybody's yep. a psychic. Everybody's yep. a medium. Everybody's, Everybody's doing reading. a shop. Everybody sees Every- everything, and yep. it's all a load of crap. Everybody's and, a and galactic all out there. member of yeah. Starseed. <laughs> oh, God, I'm just like, you know what, and... They fail to see the point, and all of them are trying to right. um, be ascended this and be ascended that. Hang on, stop a minute. Why did you come to Earth in the first place? Right, to not be. You came to be a human being, and to you be came a human. to understand from this perspective exactly what the actual perspective is. So, exactly. Anyway, so I you're digress. so you've reached <laughs> that. <laughs> yes, but no, that's actually evolution. You you evolve. You have evolved to the point where you can see that you can under, you have the consciousness of, I came to earth to experience as a human. That is extreme consciousness that most people can't get to that level in a lifetime. Well, see, they just I, can't I, I get there. Yeah, well, I see so many saying, oh, you know, we come here, you know, as a spirit to be, a, you know, in a human body, blah, blah, blah. But they're all trying to ascend above that. Right. I understand right. that. But the point of you coming here in the first place was to be present. But you do see. 
some people are embracing being the human and they get it. So there yeah. are, there is some awakening going on and it's like everybody, this is a quantum awakening. It's, it's not just a revelation. It's not just like, Hey, these things are, are coming out of the clouds and these things are coming out of nature. It's not, that's a revelation. That would be a, the reveal of something, a revelation. Revelation a rev- is a two, it's a two way street. Yeah, that it's is, it's also street. there if for us to realize. It, yeah, if you're not realizing it, it's not happening for you, right? Exactly. Yeah, so but it's, but it's, it's it, a realization. It's and it's happening, you know, it's personally, it's happening for you, Brenda, but the, the, the layman who's not, who's not at that level right now, it's not revealing to them because they're not accepting, they're not realizing the reveal. Exactly. Now, let me ask you this. Do you feel that since you were a, a kid in the in those times when the way that you noticed nature at that time and then how you've how you know you've been told what's what and what to believe and what is not there do you feel that nature has began to reveal things that there is somewhat of a revelation going on a reveal of nature regardless of the of the realization Yes, there is. Uh, as a child, I was always different anyway. Um, I wasn't, I just, I didn't fit into most things, put it that way. I was just a bit of a, I won't say I was odd. It was odd in one way in that I didn't join in what was popular for everybody. And I was always one that could fit in with odd groups of people and different types of people. But with Everything I noticed, it's it's always been blatantly obvious to me in one way or another. But as you say, over time, I can see this evolution and I can see this revelation and I can see it's picking up speed. You can see it coming. It's like rolling through now. And yep. I think my young life, the way I just had a different perspective on everything from the beginning. So it's made it easier for me to see these changes and to accept what I'm seeing and to know what I'm seeing and to be comfortable with what I'm seeing because I wasn't fed, uh, you know, most people are saying, oh, you know, they're raised in religious families. and So, so oh, my family weren't like that. So I was pretty much a free bird to do with knowledge whatever I wanted to. And that's, that's why I, th- I think I see it freely. It's, it's, it, it's really hard to explain to people that if you, I, it's, I wasn't indoctrinated. I could have been if that's what my mind wanted to believe, but it never did. Right. So it allowed me to have the openness of mind and the freedom to see all the changes in nature and all the things that are coming right. and all the, 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 like you said, the, the, the constant evolution now and the constant revelation that's coming more than ever before absolutely so to summarize 
<laughs> what Brenda just said. I can just say something uh, from my own perspective, and really, that's that. That uh, this whole. I don't know. You know what, everybody? This whole thing is nuts. It's nuts to to be involved in this uh, in this discovery, in this revelation, um, and we're giving it to you as best we can. So, you know, we were talking about the moon and the uh, discoveries that we've made uh, about the moon and things that we're going to tell you in the future. And the, but right now we just, we need to get to the clouds and what, you know, have humans simply missed all of this or just not allowed themselves to think that clouds and nature could, could house a soul or, or have a consciousness, you know, Kim. It's a perfect medium. I mean, it's an absolutely perfect medium. Let's let's try Kim's connection here. Let's see what Kim thinks about that. How Kim, how did you begin to see the beings in the clouds? Well, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, like Patrick and I have been Facebook friends for many many years, and um, he, when he started posting this kind of stuff, and I started to pay attention to what he was posting and, and, you know, kind of thinking how cool it was. It was interested to what he was saying. So I was taking it all in, uh, you know, like in all the detail of all his stuff that he was kind of telling everybody. And then one day I was just sitting out on my deck and I looked up and there was this cloud that looked like a, a, a dog that I had. It had, um, really pointy ears it was like an Akita cross and I'm looking at that going oh my god like that's just like my dog is that my dog then that really started to kind of click into more stuff going whoa so then I really started cluing into what Patrick was saying with all his his stuff that he would you know put on Facebook and stuff like that and uh, that's kind of how I got into it and it really got my attention so from there it just kind of blossomed over everything of over the years of all this kind of stuff. And then listening to your podcasts with Brenda, um, you guys had such good information that I was like, whoa, like this is really cool, you know, and uh, I could see it myself just when I'm, when I'm outside and, and looking up and, and you could like when I was younger and I used to pay attention to the skies and stuff like that, but it was more for what's the weather going to be like the next day, what's going to happen. Right. And uh, then I started noticing, oh, my God, like there is more to this than just fluffy clouds. <laughs> like, like they're alive. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like they're alive. Yes, like, they, absolutely. Just, they, they the more you eyes. pay attention, the more you see. Yeah. The, the more yep. you see, the more details become. And it's just kind of actually creeps you out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the more you see, the more help. you see. Yep. And when Brenda was saying like how, you know, like she had to keep going back to the, uh, you know, computer to, to, you know, get in contact with you, like something was pulling her there. I'll find myself in the house going, hey, I've got to go outside. There's something calling me out there to start taking pictures. And usually I get some pretty good pictures and I'm thinking, wow. Right. It, 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 you know, it's, it's freaky. 
It, it really is. is. Now, Kim, do you – now, these, these are my colleagues. So these two see everything that I find, and that's where it stops, um, a lot of it, because, you know, we don't want to scare the stiffs pretty much, is putting it plainly. Um, and eventually it will all get out. But, Kim, do you remember the, the moon discovery? Yes. And did that, was that not just absolutely, unbelievably, fantastically amazing? <laughs> Everything is like, <laughs> like but <laughs> Brenda, you remember that, right? I know oh, you. yeah. Very clearly, yeah. Yeah. Every time I look at the moon, I'm like, yep, that's what's there. Okay, now, do you remember the Aussie guy? The Aussie guy, right at the beginning. Do you remember? You're welcome, Silver Woman. You're welcome. She's in the chat room. She just said thank you to the three of us. And you're welcome. Um, do you remember the Aussie guy that had the very close-up, like he had a telescope, a camera on his telescope, of the moon? And the beings coming over like the moon was some Gumby from the back, yeah. Placing coming from the back, <laughs> walking over it. So they've had to be huge. They had to be huge, and they were these beings that we've discovered. They were these beings, right, Bren? Do you remember seeing that? And yeah, li- literally coming over from the dark side. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, <laughs> man, I'll tell you, you can see why they haven't been there for fifty years. You know why they don't go to the dark side, don't you? uh, Yeah. They're like, nope, not going there. Man, those things are, hmm. Anyway, so so now, everybody, you've heard from Brenda and her story about kind of all of the sudden being able to see and then how she handled it. Kim, same way. She actually, she started seeing – because she saw my posts and then she gave herself the credence to, to go actually look. And that's the difference between the truly awakened and the people, the, the, what we call the wannabes. Now we're not talking bad about people. Hey, we want you to be enlightened or we wouldn't be here. We want you to be in, awakened. Now, why do we want that? You guys, why would we want, why do we care? We're not doing this to make money. We don't have sponsors. We're, you know, our sponsors are ourselves. Kim's actually sponsoring this show. So woohoo to Kim. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. My pleasure. We can actually hear you too. To so why are we doing this? You know, why are we doing this? Brenda, why are we doing this? We just love. Uh, We've got to put it out there because it's part of our job, as we said, coming to here to do what we can. As you said, to waken up the stiffs, not frighten them, but, uh, yeah, they better wake up soon or they will get a fright. Soften the blow. Yeah, we're, we're, we're calling softly, calling softly. We don't want to have to go, you know, boo. Right. So. <laughs> oh, man. That day is going to be crazy. It's a bit like when you call someone softly and they ignore you and then you walk in and you slam the door and they jump the hell out of bed. So it's like, okay, 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> Once or twice, right? <laughs> uh what do you Kim, what do you why do we do this? Why do you care if anybody else knows about it? I don't know. I just think it's such an important thing to for people to to see it, to understand it. Like it's it's there. It's right in front of our face. You have to you have to grasp it. Right. And so the main <laughs> denial to that would be, hey, I've you know what? Clouds have been there forever. As long as I've I've seen them forever and I've never seen any of that and I just don't even why would I even buy into something that I've been around forever. I've had them you know, it's almost like they feel like they've researched it their whole life because it's been in the background. I think and that's people the like Yeah. But I think people do that because they just it's because it is every day. It has been every day. It's been every day forever. Yep. But well, what people don't see is the change. They don't see the change because they've just decided it's been there for always and it will always be the same, but it's not the same. It's just like everything on the earth. Every piece of nature now is not the same. That is so true. It's not. Everything has changed. Everything that people are just saying. A lot of it appears to be awakening. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, as we know. Why they had... Sorry. No, go on. <laughs> and the reason why there's... Well, it's just like there's... They named more clouds. Why did they do that? Right. Because change. Right. They you named know? like, what, <laughs> 25 more cloud names? <laughs> I thought there was like four or six. <laughs> Exactly. Like so, <laughs> exactly. So where did that come from if there's been no change? Right. Exactly. No, we Even all know there's like been the pilots tons of are saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, there's been tons of change. Even down to the fact that the, the magnetic North Pole has changed and they've had to repaint a lot of the landing strips because of that. The airports and things that you'll never hear. Because yeah, and it's that's just so way out. And and that's a cyclic part of nature that. as well. That comes in exactly. with this. Because that's that's to do with the sun, it's to do with the earth, it's to do with a lot of natural things that cause yep. the magnetic pole to, that magnetic north to shift. And over right. the I mean, oh. when if if you look at something that you know, you look at the ancient pyramids, the line up you'll notice that it's off magnetic north now because it's not the same as it was thousands of years ago. And we're just, it's going with that evolution. But nature is evolutionary, always will be. But this evolution is amping up to the point where we have to take notice. Exactly. They, 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 are, te- they are calling us, hear us now. Yes, and it's not so much of, of hey, you, you have to fix what you've done wrong. It's like no humans. You need to do exactly it's what you've always done, that. and it's adapt. You have you now. You're going to have to adapt to this hmm. change if you want to survive. You're going to have to adapt, along with changing all of the systems of the world that are that are um, working against the progress of of nature, creating this reality for us. And I think that's where 
the Webster phenomena crosses with the climate change because really what's happening is the reality is just the reality is 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 being taken apart because reality is nature and it is the climate <laughs> that's like it's like just getting to people in their heads and really that's not what what we're it is what we're talking about but we're trying to tell you about this being that is creating everything and then all of these beings that are the galactic community that you can see in the clouds um so just let me quickly ask you guys have you ever seen me waver on my position on this no definitely not never right and, and i won't ever because i know what's what it is i just know it's just the way it is if you can take my word for it or not um the formation of the webster phenomena as the framework for this type of thinking was important to, for everyone to be able to grasp the idea then to be able to legibly and clearly tell others about it that's like the main thing to legibly and clearly tell others about it the definition of the Webster phenomenon the Webster phenomenon is the human realization that elemental beings meaning beings that have always been speculated to possibly be there yet never found, nor seen, nor proven. So this is the realization in the human mind that elemental beings make up all of reality by posing as nature. That is, I mean, how many levels deep can you go just in the definition? It's, you just went down that rabbit hole. You just, everyone went with me. At first, there were a few people around the internet posting things about this, but nobody was saying it was a discovery, and nobody was saying, they were just like, what do you see? What do you see? And I still get that. You guys see those posts on my, on my page. I they think post it's because picture. people are not confident to say what they see. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying. The criticism. Exactly, Brenda. And that, I think that is one of the things and reasons why we do this is because we would love to exist in a world where the intelligence level is what it actually could be and not what it is. You follow me on that? What the intelligence level could be. What it should be. And it, what it's capable of being is very high. If people would let themselves would listen to them their own self and trust it creates a basis a, a foundation of trust for yourself which exudes throughout your whole entire life after that it's really a great whole life system to live by but this is the beginning of it um there's been a wave. remember the wave of of people who have came through my page and things like the Pahana guy. Oh, I just saw him again this morning. No he's way. Changed his, he's changed his Facebook name yet again. Oh, uh -oh. something else, but it's the same guy. Mm. <laughs> Funny, We're I talking just came about across the hairy this morning. The hairy chested guy, right? <laughs> yeah, the one is he, he looks oh, I don't like to be discriminatory, but it looks a bit like a right. beached whale whenever he uh 
comes on Facebook. <laughs> man, he must but yeah, it's weight. him because no, it's because um, I knew it was him as soon as I saw him. But then I, I clicked on the profile, and yep, same old pictures, same old story, same old blah blah blah. Right, these yeah, and yet, all so, these yeah. He popped up on my news feed this morning. <laughs> that is so weird. That is so weird. Yeah, and he was like, he was he would stand there with clouds behind him, saying, "Look, I'm in the clouds." Look, that's me right there in the clouds. It's like, dude, you're right there pointing yeah. at clouds, saying you're the cloud. It's like, that's just another one of those things, man. You're the human. Be the human, bro. That's it. You're not the Pahana. That's going to be somebody different. They're actually going to bring something that makes sense for starters. <laughs> and supposedly, yeah, so it's, I, I, it's a being that comes from the stars. So. Yes, exactly. Like an alien. So it's just—I just thought it was funny. It turned up, especially since we had the show today. I thought, oh, there we go. (laughs) Right. Wow. (laughs) Um, That—that is cool. And then I brought him up. That's pretty cool. Exactly. That's Um, what I'm saying. We meant. (laughs) You know, the—he's the guy's looking in the right place at least. But those types of things are are humans screaming for attention, and they're—they're just finding an avenue through historical mythical characters like remember the like ancient gods like remember the guy who says he's Thoth yeah and there's a couple of them Anubis and then he said wait wait listen to this then he said he was the apocalypse altogether which that blew that blew my mind I was like man I've got a word for that oh hell (laughs) (laughs) but these people are screaming for attention and it just shows you how how you know, kind of out of control. Uh, this this whole social media yeah, frenzy exactly. has That's got. what I was talking about earlier. And it's it's the you go in these groups that are supposed to be uh, groups of you know enlightenment or sharing information or right. whatever, and all you get is a bunch of egotistical, yeah, self starters who, right. you know, that's that's all they were that, that you know they come and and then they start. Uh, well, I call it sophistry, the the old word, you know, trying to sound smart when really got nothing to say. Right. They just rehash a whole load of shite and um, try to justify themselves as being something beyond being a regular human. I mean, yes, there's going to be a few yeah, standouts and some people are going to be a bit more, but it can't be everybody. And it seems to just be everybody on there is like you said something well, and i mean you it could be me right yeah exactly but yeah. i'm saying you know well, people and 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 i have this thing with people who like to call themselves shamans the first thing i like to do is shut yeah. them down is right. because you can't the only person who has a right to that title is someone who has been through the initiations the correct initiation exactly exactly and it's not going to happen is in yeah. here in you know, America. Not in this, it's difficult in this modern world. Yeah. But I mean, you know, to be to be the truth of that, you either have to go with the African tribal elders or the Native American tribal elders or you know right. other tribal elders. You have to immerse yourself in their culture and in their way yeah. to understand failed. to be exactly <laughs> to do some serious stuff. Not just yeah. hey, I went on the internet and I got a certificate that says I'm no. Mate. Oh, no, you're, no. you're full of rubbish, mate. Full of rubbish. Right. 
Right. You will have traveled to the afterlife. And if you made it back, then you are up for the role of shaman if it's agreed upon by, you know, the powers that be. Exactly. So, yeah. So um, go read anybody who's interested in knowing about um, the shaman. Go read any Castaneda. In fact, read uh, the tales of Don Juan are amazing. Oh, my God. I need to read that again with mescalito and oh man it takes you on a drug trip and that's really you know the interesting thing about that and what's really funny is that we've only got 30 minutes left i'm not even going to play a song because it's just going to be take too much time important time but the interesting thing about the drug trip is that People in the, especially, let's think about the 60s, the acid days, where people would go on these trips and they would come back and they would be like, oh my gosh, I saw this and this was melting and this weird being was there and all this stuff. And it's like, but it took that breaking through of the mind and that stronghold of brainwashing of this is this and that's that and just letting the mind see and letting the brain, letting the mind and the brain work together um, to be able to see things that you can't normally see, maybe grim well, stuff. I, well, I consider myself to be rather lucky then because I haven't had to take that trip. My, <laughs> I've done mine without drugs, please. <laughs> exactly. So I've never um, had that experience with drugs, but I, you know, I've from hearing about it. It's like, wow, that equals kind of what we're seeing. Mm. So it's like, wow, they tapped into that world using a drug that was very, you know, it's, that's very dangerous to do. It's not the way to do it, but it's showing that there is other ways to get there. Um, not the way to go, but there are other ways to at least view that area. Um, exactly. Yeah. So... This is um, no wonder this knowledge has remained covered up for so long. It's very hard to fit this into your life, especially dealing with other people who don't buy into it or just decide not to see. Uh, This society does not allow for such thinking outside of the box. Um, The man-made box has been created for the masses, which allows for the small percentage of the elite to operate exactly as they choose in this world without a hitch. But that's a subject for conspiracy theorists, which we are not. We're simply showing the world a truth that has gone unnoticed for millennia. So let's talk about – let's talk about these beings because really that's what we're here to talk about. Um. Kim, you see the beings, right? You betcha. And you know their fancy little exotic characteristics, right? Oh, yeah. And so you're able to now, um, and this is much different than how you thought, let's say, five years ago, ten years ago, that now you can understand things like, let's just say something random like the jack-o'-lantern. Now you can understand where the jack-o'-lantern came from. The triangle eyes. Okay, now let's take the triangle eyes from the jack-o'-lantern 
and let's take one of them and put an I in it. Now, what do you have? You've got that good old, on every U.S. dollar, the all-seeing eye. And where is it? It's on top of a pyramid that's missing the top part of the pyramid, which is called the capstone. The capstone is the all-seeing eye in the triangle or the top of the pyramid, capstone, whatever you want to call it. So now you can start to see, folks, how this whole, all these dots can be put together. It's very delicate and it's very intricate. And if you need to be satisfied by the time you are five minutes into this podcast, forget it. You're not going to get it. You've got to let it sift in. You can let us help you with that because we would love to. It's what we're doing. It's why we're doing it. So um, we're talking about the discovery of beings. Elementals is the best name that they are known by. Um, This information was provided to me so that I could do this exact thing, fill everybody in on it. My extensive extensive research has led me to discover many other things, offshoots of the initial discovery, like the moon thing that we were talking about earlier, which we will publicize at some point. But man, right now, could you guys imagine if I put out that moon thing? I mean, that would be (laughs) right. That would anybody grasp it? Maybe a couple people. I don't know. Probably a couple, but you've just got to be careful that they don't end up throwing you in with the conspiracy theorists. Exactly. And that's exactly. that's where the slippery slope is. Right. Like, who are we talking about? Like David Icke. Yeah, the, a lot of them. There's a lot of lot coming out now with a lot of different conspiracies about the moon and one thing and the other. So, not wanting to get lumped in with their right BS. If you want, if you want to go there, yeah, that's that's. You know, because, I mean, just, what, in July, we had the um, anniversary of the moon landing. So there was a lot of lot of stuff mm-hmm. on Facebook about uh, the moon and et cetera, and then the conspiracy theories of one variety or another pertaining to the actual landing or the moon itself. So, um, yeah, right. that's, that's what we don't want to get caught in is that conspiracy realm. Right, right. And that is a really tough one to prove. Although, as we all saw it exactly the same, we were like, oh, man, this is incredible. And we can see exactly why there has been such a huge gap in moon presence from humans. And now it's kind of gone. I don't know if it died out or if they kept it very hush-hush, but or if they even noticed what we're talking about. But they're about ready to step foot on the moon again. And that's going to happen in the next year. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. It's going to be very interesting. Um, So Kim agrees. She's seen the beings. Brenda sees the beings. I see the beings. There's a few other people on my page that see the beings that understand it, um, what they are. Is that your dog, Kim? Can you hear him snoring? 
<laughs> oh, he's snoring. Oh, what a monkey. Um, so the acceptance of this level is very low. You may be, some people may be thinking, man, this guy is imagining all of this in his head and making faces out of random shapes. That's exactly what uh, the guy from SETI, when I first got into this years ago, six years ago, I contacted all the majors, all the big guys, and talked to them. And they were like, nope, pareidolia, you're making up things out of random data. It's like, no, see, my creator gave me a brain that's a computer. And I can learn things, and I can understand things, and I can discover things. So I immediately realized that he's talking old school understanding, and I'm realizing that my brain is a computer, and my mind just has to pick up what it's telling it, just accept it. So I knew that they were wrong, but they told me constantly that I was wrong, that I was making up stuff in my imagination. Do I use my imagination for this to uh, accept this? Yeah, absolutely I do. Of course, I have to use my imagination. And this is an important part of learning this, you guys. This is We're coming down to the last 20 minutes of the show, and I'm going to just run through some things. We don't have to get straight to, and here's exactly how it's a dragon. And I'll, we'll cover all that in a future show, which we'll have another one this year at least, one we got to have a holiday show. Those are always fun. And we'll do a two-hour show. And I think we've worked out the sound thing, which is awesome. But anyway, let's talk about imagination. Let's keep this rolling. My imagination provided the space. Okay, really listen to this. My imagination provided the space, the canvas for these beings to be exactly who they are to undisguise, to let their guard down and be seen in their true form. Now, remember, this is a two-way street. Just as they are revealing themselves, kind of, showing their eyes, showing their clamper hands, showing how they're dragons, showing how they create rainbow colors in the sky, they're, they're revealing themselves. But just as that's happening, the human is also letting that realization happen. So it's a two-way street. And these beings are being able to let their guard down and, and understand that they can be seen because they're being realized. Think about that word, realized, made, re- made to be real. Your imagination. Oh, I can hear that puppy. He's snoring loud. <laughs> Okay, remember, everybody, your imagination is your imager. It holds the images that the brain will not accept yet. It will hold those images. The brain is the computer. The mind is the free will at some level or another. Your mind is the free will that decides. The imagination is the space in between. So let's talk about the clouds really quick because that's really why we're here. And I guess Don didn't get a chance to call in. He must be working or something. Um, I thought I saw him on there for a second, but he dropped out. Uh, Don, we miss you. And That sounds that? like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, what was that? A motorcycle going by your place? There's some dragon hiding out. 
Was that the tractor? <laughs> it was a loud vehicle. Did you really hear that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That, that was like a week out. No, you yeah, know those movies that? where the a combine? No, <laughs> no it wasn't a combine. No. It was just a loud truck or a car or something. It sounds man. like in the movies when you have a dragon that's waking up in a cave and it gets that oh, grumbling, yeah. rumbling roar. Oh, yeah. That and was just smart. someone's about to walk into the cave sort of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> well, anyway, maybe that was Dawn. Like, ah. But anyway, Dawn, we miss you. We want you on the next show. Um, so the let's talk about, well, it, people that talk about the clouds want to talk about the chemtrails. Okay? The chemtrails, get over it. They're not, it's not a poisoning thing. It's the beings who are entering this exhaust um, they're using it as a transport pathway for the galactic community. It's just what it is. You can see all the little people on it. It looks like little little chess pieces, little pawns on the chess pieces, um, and the, all the little heads. Hey, it is what it is. Look at the clouds. Look at the top of the clouds. Notice all the heads like they're passengers. Now realize it's just covered in a very light covering of cloud substance that's all that's going on there and it's disguising the entire scenario now imagine if all that came off all that cloud substance went away to reveal what's actually there and then they made themselves solid which has to do with the light okay how much have we seen them dealing with the sun you guys they're constantly dealing with the sun right Oh yeah. Constantly, always, and it's well, they're not always the playing sun with that's it all. way out there. Yeah. yeah. It's right. It's not the sun that's way out in the uh, in space. It's the local sun that we see right here inside of our atmosphere. I know it's very weird to think that way. But this is the beginning of that thought process of being able to accept things that are, I don't know, weird. It is weird. Reality is weird. When you start seeing what it really is, man, sit down. It's weird. Remember Maleficent's Garden? It's about as weird as that. Maybe more. It's weird. Nothing, no movies or anything have have been able to depict it yet. So the clouds. You guys, look at the clouds. The chemtrails, don't worry about that. It's not, nobody's trying to poison you. The poisoning's been going on for, for years and years with the exhaust. This is nothing new. These beings are actually utilizing the exhaust, which is a good thing. The beings are orchestrating all of it one way or another. They dictate reality. So if you believe in God and that there's an ultimate creator, these beings definitely work for what you would call God. And I'm not saying I don't call it God. I'm just saying being impartial. You got to be open to animals because the animal kingdom, as it is above, so it is below. The animal kingdom, they run the show. 
What kind of animals have we seen up there, you guys? Kim? Oh, what haven't we seen up Brent? there? <laughs> <Brent>. Everything. <laughs> right. What's the main one? What's the main so many. Right. But let's just say that that we're definitely talking about reptiles being the main oh, yeah. the mainstay. Oh. Well that's your core form with these little clamper hands. See? But, Somebody's been out. listening. Somebody's been listening. And it's so it's very our... hard hard to put a name to these beings because they're so unlike anything we've ever seen before. You can tell they have a reptilian element to them. However, yes. we don't necessarily, because when, when as a human being, we think of reptiles being, you know, your crocodiles, your snakes, your things like that. So they're right. not, they don't fit that specific look. But you right, can tell when you exactly. look at it. Yeah, yep. so you but you can tell as soon as you look you can tell it's reptilian. Yes. A by the way it's using the medium of the cloud or by its yep. clamper hands and and just how it represents itself. Yep. And other times, yeah, they they come in all sorts of ways. It's just so it's actually amazing. They can well, basically they come in any any way to show us something. Any size, any form, but typically there's a few things that are standard. Like if you see the face, you're going to see a trail behind it, which is the neck. And what you would think is the neck and leading to a body, but it actually is the arm of the being because you're looking at the hand. (laughs) <laughs> and we can get into that later. You know, I don't want to lose people by all of a sudden they're they're like, well, what the hell is he talking about? That Which more? The face is on the hand. Yeah. You know, that's that's the hand morphing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and to you and I, that's like, yeah. And what's normal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to the other, to most people, that's like. That's where one place you could lose them very quickly. Mm. Is there like, no, that's, that's not okay. That's not happening. That there is no heads on hands. But if you really think about it, if there was a being that had a morphable hand that could turn into a head, that would create a three-headed being or monster, if you want to say monster, because it's a being that we have never, that we don't know on Earth. We haven't experienced, yeah. We haven't experienced, correct. Yet it's part of uh, many mythical stories, you know, that date exactly. supposedly way back. So there's more dots that we can connect. And with with the Webster phenomena, we can connect so many dots to, to ancient times and ancient um, – well, let's just take the some Sumerian um, clay – what would you call those? Impressions or carvings where they made it out of clay, and it shows the beings and the stars in the sky, but yet it doesn't show it 
being it doesn't look like it's a regular day. It looks like there's it's twilight. And these beings have clamper hands. They have the the what do we do we want to call those clamper hands? How else can we explain those? The a crab claw like type thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and a lot of times they were depicted as um, sea creatures or creatures that looked like they could be from the sea or live in water, aquatic. I mean, you know, we can go – we have to do more podcasts because this is going to be left at a spot where People are going to need more explanation. So the animals, you're looking for alligators, dolphin-looking beings, lions, lambs, uh, birds, felines. I mean, lately I've been seeing a lot of felines because I had a, a very good friend, feline friend that passed over, and we knew he was going to go there, and he did go there, and he showed himself right away. And it's just been it's been incredible to have the connection with the afterlife, because that's exactly what we're seeing. Where does everybody say heaven is? You know, it's depicted as in the clouds, right? Well, here you go, guys. Now we're seeing that it's not about this life isn't so much about death. It's about experiencing all facets of the perspective of life and death and afterlife and you know, beings that have passed over and connections and communication and really learning this thing. My mom and dad are over there. I've seen signs and I've had years without signs. It's just when you need that, it's there for you. And we all have, have you know, that connection to, to somebody or somebody's on the other side. And it's it's deep and it's this is an extension of that. This is an explanation of that. This can give you something to actually grasp onto. Like, hey, that person is still there. That essence is still there. That part that I loved about that person is still there. The body may be gone, but the body's going to turn out to be not so important in the grand scheme of things. But we would really like to experience this revelation what the full reveal on earth when it happens physically it'll be amazing remember you guys um everyone all my listeners who are who are are listening live or in the future thank you so much for tuning in today and it's so important that we get to talk to you and you can always send questions if you like um to my uh, messenger don't be afraid to see what you see man I wish somebody would have told me that when I was you know when I was looking but not seeing there's so much story to still tell you guys I got texted by one of these beings I'm, yeah, texted. Like, they did they have a cell phone? I don't freaking know. That came in on a number that was disconnected. But I did get texted back in 2010, kind of preparing me for this. I know it sounds crazy. I don't talk about it a lot. 
but just trust yourself because I trust myself. So I can say that to you. It doesn't matter what you say about it. I'm not going to defend it because I know it happened. Remember, you don't have to justify this with somebody else. If you see something, it's exactly what you see. Just like (laughs) hearing voices, Brenda. If you hear voices that are telling you to do something, they're there. I mean, I have a second reason for hearing voices being the psychic medium. So there's a whole other level of connection there. Well, wait, that's what we were talking about, right? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So it's, it's, it's more common than you think. So. Right. Exactly. So, so you're saying that you just have, there's more of an, an intense focus and gift there. Um, that we could call a gift, but if people really listen and begin to work with that, you can be the same. You can you have can that same in. experience yeah. as Brenda. Um, listen to yourself, that inner voice. It's the intuition, your higher self, spirit guidance, however you think you want to think of it or call it. It's part of you and it deserves respect because um, trusting yourself brings faith to the table. And having faith in yourself is the ultimate trust in God. If you believe in that, that mat- if that matters to you, that you were created with the ability to know what is truth and the will to follow that feeling of that knowing inside. You feel that inside like, man, I know. I know this is right. And to not fall to temptation. See, here comes the temptation of other influences such as peer pressure or ridicule that changes your mind and forces thoughts of lesser acceptance into play. No, 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 no. Trust yourself, everybody. Trust yourself. I'm not asking you to trust me. I'm asking you to go out and look at clouds tomorrow and experience the clouds and look on the tops of them and look at them with some depth and really look, find little parts of them and really look at them and take your freaking iPhones out and point it up there and take some pictures and then look at the pictures. Okay, that's my little tip for you today. The iPhone is a key to this discovery. It's been a key. So I just want to I want to thank you guys. I want to thank everyone for being here. Um, go out and look at nature. Take pictures of it. Um, in twilight is a great time to take pictures of of nature, of bushes, of mountains, of rocks. When rocks are getting a lot of shadows, take pictures of them. Nature will reveal itself to you. I promise you. I promise that'll happen for you. It's an amazing thing, and it's something that we can all partake of and start to realize that this world is abundant. And if we let it be abundant and provide for us, it will. And if we take care of it, it'll continue to give back to us. If we don't take care of it, it will take life away. So we have to be conscious of this world and this earth. And everything we can do. I pray every day that that I my time doesn't have to be spent working just to get to the next day, but to be able to work for this world and for this planet, and to do things that are positive for this planet. And just everybody do as much as you can. Kim, thanks for being here. 
and for uh you know sitting through all this <laughs> <laughs> it's always no, it's a been pleasure a blast. i enjoy listening to you guys it's been a blast and hearing your stories and and um we'd like you to to join us on our next show which we will post the date soon and we should have a holiday show don't you think Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we will have either, I don't know, Halloween. That's always a fun show. Halloween show. <laughs> We've had a few it of was. them and they've, they were awesome. So we'll check that out. Our Christmas is always super festive too. So we'll check that out. Maybe we'll have two more shows coming up this year. Um, I know that we've really cut this short and we didn't get through like it. I'm already getting the 90 seconds left in my show so anyway Brenda thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us and you know I miss you and our whole you know our research and everything we got to get back on it man we're going to give this world a different perspective so thank you for being here today really appreciate it my pleasure all right well everybody thank you for listening and we're going to take this out with our typical end of the show theme song it's my theme song and um you know just go out get out there and look up all right everybody and you know what i have to say you guys ready yeah be good humans carry on my wayward son there'll be peace when you are done lay your